Rob Gronkowski is great at saving money. So the NFL player Rob the Gronk became famous in January 2019 for more than his football prowess. He was retiring after nine seasons without ever having touched his NFL salary. Basically, as what you can kind of assume or basically say was the Jay Leno method. So he had frugaled his way through his career, living on his endorsement money, and this helped him save over fifty million dollars. Now, understandably, few of us will have the ability to save that same amount. However, let's explore what we can learn from him about the often taboo subject of money and savings. According to Yahoo Finance, Americans are delaying retirement, and sixty-four percent of them will retire broke. That means over half of Americans will have no money when they retire. It's predicted that another 19% will retire with less than $10,000. And this paints a grim picture for retirement if you're not careful. Saving for your golden years is about ensuring you don't retire without the gold. To do that, you have to live within your means. For the Gronk, his means were equivalent to the income generated from endorsement deals and not his unguaranteed NFL contract. The Gronk realized that living within your means is not about the digits on your paycheck. Instead, it is more important to pay more attention to your net income. The lesson for us all here is that you should prioritize saving before spending, so that saving money becomes a habitual part of how you manage your finances. Financially, Gronkowski lives by a core principle to keep it simple, meaning he buys only what he needs to be comfortable and nothing more. But being simple is not appealing to most people. Simplicity directly goes against the flashy, high-fashion, materialistic influencers that many people aspire to be like. For an example, right? A good example of this kind of like situation, this kind of like mindset, is the brand new Netflix show called Marriage and Mortgage. Oh, Marriage or Mortgage, right? And basically, the concept of this show is basically you have a couple. Right, and let's say they have like a budget of thirty-five thousand dollars. Well, they could choose to put thirty-five thousand dollars to have the best wedding that they can have for a single day, or put thirty-five thousand dollars as a down payment for a new home. Right. So, anyone who has any understanding of finances would say choose the home. Right, that will secure your financial future for the most part. Well, there's a lot of people in this show that end up choosing the wedding, which means they chose to literally burn thirty-five thousand dollars, basically in the middle of the road, in a single day. Now. What's crazy is that spending a lot of money on a wedding, sur- surprisingly, at least to me, is a very common thing. Like, apparently, it's very common for people to spend more than twenty thousand dollars on a wedding, and 
I feel like this kind of goes into this whole culture of like you want the best Instagram photos, you want the best you know photos to share or to show your friends that you you know probably are not friends with, just people online, right? And it gets to like a disturbing thing because it's like a keeping with the Joneses thing, right? Like you're trying to impress people for what, right? Like nobody cares, like. Like, who cares what you do with your money, right? So, it's just very interesting because, like, like another thing that you could also think about, right? Like, the majority of NFL players, they get the type of money that Rob got, literally retires broke. Like, they literally don't have their, like, nine-figure, like, uh, contract money, right? They don't have their eight-figure contract money. Like, there's so many NFL players and so many pro basketball players that, like, say they make, like, $4 million in, like, a, a year, right? Some of them can actually end up spending more than $4 million in that year, right? Which is crazy when you really think about it. And good examples of something similar to this is, like, if you just type in YouTube and type in basically NFL player, you know, spending habits or basketball player spending habits, you'd probably see, like, men's fashion or something talk about it where they're like interviewing you know these pro uh, athletes and like these pro athletes are spending six figures a year on clothes six figures or seven figures a year on jewelry six figures plus a year on cars that, that are brand new which will go down in value by like half within like two years a lot of them will buy like multiple houses for like no reason Right, so this is surprisingly a hard thing to do with people who are making this amount of money, which is is crazy, right? It's absolutely crazy. So, however, life is about more than status symbols and materialism, and keeping it simple pays off when it comes to saving money. So, for the Gronk, being fashionable means wearing the same pair of shoes or clothing items until they are worn out. Sometimes he'd wear the same pair of jeans. For a whole week, washing them around the third day and rewearing. The lesson here is not to turn against buying necessities, but to change your definition of what a necessity is. A necessity is something you can't live without. Scrolling through online shopping websites, filling up wish lists, and adding endless items to your cart, aka Amazon, are all wants that often get confused with necessity. This is a slippery slope that encourages the accumulation of credit card debt. The Gronk's keep it simple principle is about spending money wisely. Avoiding unnecessary purchases leaves you with money to put into long-term financial goals. You can retire sooner rather than later if you adopt a savings culture that supports your retirement goals. Although the Gronk's contract was worth $54 million, he knew it was not guaranteed. This changed his values and shifted his focus to what was important, his future financial prosperity. Although we don't like to admit it, income is not predictable. COVID-19 made that abundantly clear. Your value system helps you separate what's important from expensive frills. Start by recording where your money goes. It will keep you from retiring broke. So a record of your spending reveals the loopholes in your value system, like spending $1,000 on shoes you'll wear just once, or $10,000 on a birthday party with zero returns, or... Like the example that I gave, 
the whole marriage or mortgage thing where you got a couple basically willing to burn $35,000 in a single day. Like my thoughts on that whole thing is like, think about it. You're going to spend $35,000 in one day so that other people can enjoy your wedding. Seems kind of odd to me. So to calculate how much you should be saving for your retirement, you should first calculate your expenses and project them into retirement with inflation. By using a reasonable distribution rate to live off in retirement, say something between 4% and 6% of your nest egg withdrawn on an annual basis, you can figure out how much you need saved up to support that amount. Then you discount that back using a reasonable rate of return from 5% to 7%. By using this simple method, you have a better idea of how much you will need in the future and how much you need to save now to make it happen. So wonder which habits drain your finances? Keep a daily, weekly, and yearly budget to find out. you also get a rough idea of the amount of money you have saved up by now. You'll be able to create a budget of what's comfortable, not flashy, and stick with it. Some people are frugal by nature, or they grew up on hand-me-downs like the Gronk and learned the simple way to live. Others are not so good at it. If you're a spender, shift your mindset from spending today to saving for tomorrow. Material possessions and products wear out over time, but investments are available for a lifetime. Through making simple ways, simple swaps in your daily life for more financially savvy choices, you can save money over time without sacrificing the things that are most important to you. There is no reason why you can't enjoy your wants while still staying within your means. A good rule of thumb is to avoid putting money on a credit card unless you can pay it off without borrowing. Shifting your mindset to prioritize savings over excessive spending starts and stops with you. Feel free to become a member, support this news commentary and money commentary in the description. Check out 40 master your money, personal finance lessons, personal finance courses. Contact us with your personal finance question or story, and we'll see you in future.